0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Pretending with Dice. As always, I'm your host and game master, AJ. Uh, Just a quick intro this time around, then we'll get into our recap. Uh, I mentioned it in the intro of our last episode, but the first two months of this year were our two biggest months so far for downloads. Uh, That episode went up on the last day of February, and all you amazing people managed to push February into the number one spot for downloads just on that day, which was just really mind-blowing. Thank you so much for all tuning in. Uh, I really hope that you stay with us and make March even bigger. Uh, also, I hope you've all been enjoying our bonus episodes on the off weeks between our story episodes. Uh, we're going to continue putting those up, but we'd really appreciate your uh, feedback on, um, you know, just what you think and what we've been doing so far. Uh, send us your thoughts on any of our social media pages. Uh, we'd really just love to know what you all think. Uh, next week's bonus episode hasn't yet been decided, uh, so I can't really give a, a detailed plug for that at this point. Uh, but there will definitely be one, uh, so stay tuned for that. Okay, uh, let's quickly recap what happened in our last episode. While Madame Sway and Alistair left the churchyard to regroup in the theatre's cafe, uh, Barnard had a firm talk with the police officer on the scene and managed to talk slash intimidate his way into also getting a look at the body of the verger. He didn't really manage to deduce much more than Alistair had during his brief inspection, however. Uh, Rejoining the others, they all had a discussion as to whether the strange goings-on were really any of their business uh, before splitting up again to pursue their own fancies for the afternoon. Uh, Alistair had a pensive walk around down by the river, uh, casting his thoughts back to the other time in his life that he had seen the gruesome results of murderous violence, having lost a loved one in the process. Uh, Later, Barnard uh, staked out the local pub once again, uh, asking some probing questions of several of the pub's patrons uh, regarding the situation in the town, and Madame Sway returned to the lodgings, uh, but kept an eye out for anyone, or indeed anything, suspicious. That's pretty much where we left off, so without any further ado, let's begin today's episode. Enjoy. next morning rolls around and each of you comes to consciousness looking out the window uh, in each of your rooms you uh, see it's kind of a bit of a grey day today a little bit rainy and uh, yeah so you, you prepare for the day uh, what would each of you like to do still is going to
1: uh, slowly arise from his slumber mm-hmm. and he's going to take note of the uh, the drizzle from the rain hitting the window and sort of slowly comes to the realisation that he's probably going to be walking to the theatre in the rain today Right, okay
0: The yeah. the The performance is um, not until this evening sort of, so you're looking at your ticket you see it says 7pm Yeah, but this seaside town, when it rains it usually rains all day, he knows
1: this <laughs> Fair enough yeah. yeah, looks outside and sort of goes ah, another rainy day Hopefully it clears up by tonight, and then just goes about getting washed and dressed and all right. heads down for breakfast. Okay.
0: Have you got any plans for things you want to do in the day at all, or are you? Well, what are you thinking?
1: I'm thinking at this stage Alistair's going to be a little bit still sort of curious as to the goings-on mm. in the town after. The, obviously, the body that was found at the church. So, he's, if anything, he's going to be keeping an ear out around town for anything unusual going on or any mutterings about what went down. Right. Essentially, he's 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 yeah he's he's not overly wanting to dive back into investigating, but he's he's his curiosity has been piqued. Mm. Probably not in the greatest of ways but I don't, he's, yeah, he's I, interested
0: I don't think you all came to sort of con- consensus in, with the discussion about whether you were going to um, carry on yeah whether, whether it was any of your business I think was sort of the general gist of it wasn't it yeah. um, I don't think really you guys sort of came to a firm decision on that So no so yeah. he's,
1: he's, he's going to be intently keeping his ear to the ground right okay. and seeing if anything else weird is going on okay whilst looking forward to the play so that's your plan that's
0: my plan okay um how about you, uh, Madam Sway?
2: Seeing as she's a Glasgow girl and used to the rain, because it rains in Glasgow 80% of the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. Um, is... 80, it's, it's probably one of the wettest places in Britain. She's still a little, probably hungover a little from her little tinkle of a uh, drink last hmm. night. So. She's gonna probably get ready to take a walk in the rain, just a leisurely walk for a little while.
0: Okay. Just sort of having a bit of a sort of continuing the sightseeing from, which was yeah. rudely really interrupted the previous day by by death.
2: Yes, she's she's came here for the sea air to recuperate, so she's probably gonna go and do um just get ready, get her coat and hmm. um dress appropriately with proper shoes. Right. Um.
0: Uh, maybe a um, walk down to the harbour or something
2: yeah get get some of that sea air that was recommended to her yeah
0: mm. definitely okay and how about barnard uh
3: barnard's gonna get up head downstairs straight away uh have breakfast is there a local newspaper or any kind of local media maybe is there there a radio nearby that you could listen to to try and there, catch wind of what's happening
0: there is a newspaper on the on the table um the twine and sea times
3: Okay, well, we'll have a little peruse of that. Then, is there any glaring headlines regarding the uh, the burger or any of the events of yesterday? Uh,
0: there, it it does appear that there is a sort of small story about a non-specific incident about in the church, uh, where the church had to be closed for a couple of hours. But strangely, you see, um, there's not really any mention. That, well, there's definitely no mention of the death. There's not really any mention of the Verger. You would think mm-hmm. maybe it's being... It's either not... It's being kept quiet,
3: maybe, a little bit. Okay. Um, well, while I'm eating breakfast, uh, is Alist- does Alistair come down while eating breakfast, perhaps? Or are we coming down for a different times here? Because if he's around, then I want to interact and just sort of perhaps pass the paper over and make note of the fact that clearly nothing is being done about this or at least nothing's happening right now um yeah i think
1: i think yeah alistair be down roughly the same sort of time so um i walk down i notice bernard sat are you sat or are you stood
3: i'm um, sat yeah sat eating breakfast with the paper
1: right so i walk over yeah oh, good morning bernard everything all right morning,
3: alistair. um just taking in the local news Mm. Making note of the fact that there's very little, uh, very little said of what we witnessed yesterday, seems a little off.
1: No report of the body in the church.
3: Not a single word. Very peculiar. Quite.
0: Well, what's on oh, the front uh, page instead? There's a the, the main headline is uh, it seems to be about a village fate. Seems very very highly um, anticipated, coming up. Okay. Oh.
3: Rather than repeat that, we'll pretend like I said it. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) How peculiar. Then again, something that grisly in a town this quiet, they're not exactly going to want to make it headline news and scare people needlessly.
3: Uh, So I suppose um, this being a current event, there could be more to find out before it's worth telling the public. I suppose I shouldn't read too much into this.
1: No, indeed. If there are investigations going on, maybe news will come out later on down the line.
3: Quite. We should keep our ears to the ground for the day. Mm -hmm. I'll uh, be visiting my friend Jenkins later to uh, inform him about the tickets to the Tempest this evening.
1: Ah, yes. Capital. Capital. But uh, I think you're right about keeping ears to the ground. Something still doesn't feel right about this place.
3: Hmm, quite.
1: Have you seen Madame Sway yet?
3: I've not, no. I've, I've... just come down for breakfast and really I've had my head in the newspaper since coming down. She may have passed by.
1: Fair enough. I'll see about getting some breakfast myself. And do excuse me. Have a good day. And with that I stand
0: up and go and inquire about some breakfast. Yeah, yeah you're able to um, able to get some. Um, yeah. Madam Sway, are you having breakfast? You you just sort of yeah, leaving? And... She's
2: going to make her way downstairs and just have a take some apples. And a and an orange for the road because she'll probably she likes to eat um while she walks.
3: Right. So she'll, okay.
2: She'll have an orange on the way. Mm-hmm. Like good morning, gentlemen.
3: Good morning. Morning, madam. Sway.
2: How are we today?
1: Well rested.
3: Yeah. I think much as I ever am. Not quite.
2: I myself have a slight headache, so I'm going to take a walk along the harbour. Yeah.
1: Top um, idea. Fresh air might do you some good.
2: Yes, and I, I enjoy walking in the rain. It's, it reminds me of, of Glasgow, my home, so... I'm all here for my health, so I I want to make use of the the sea air.
1: Indeed. I'll uh, enjoy your walk. I'm sure we'll uh, bump into each other later.
2: Don't, yes, forget, don't forget the
1: players this evening as well.
2: Yes, of course. I'm looking forward to it. Good day.
3: Good day. Barad nods towards her as she walks off. So, uh
0: let's stick with Madame Sway then if you if you're if you've grabbed your apples and oranges and are, are sort of heading out. So uh leaving the uh, the lodgings, yeah, you find yourself back in the familiar street and the uh the rain is it's it's not it's not a torrential downpour, but it's sort of steady kind of I don't know. How would you describe it? Is it like it? that light
2: like, drizzle like mist like rain?
0: Yeah, it's it's not like chucking it down, but it's the kind where it's just like everywhere and you you're gonna get wet. Yeah, you know I, I mean? my
2: my area has the a perfect word for it, which we it's called we call it muh.
0: Okay. I haven't heard that it's, one before.
2: It, it's it's a it's a it's kind of like my household kind of name for it. it's always been like that light drizzle mm. that just soaks you completely, but it's not really heavy it's it's almost like a sea spray on, in a way
0: yeah yeah um,
2: actually, Yeah, we call it much we call it much
0: <laughs> yeah so it, it's kind of it, it's not nice out um, but it's not unfamiliar to you as you say um, mm. so you can kind of make your way fairly easily down to the river um, you haven't really been down here yet but it, it's not it's not hard to find um, the town itself isn't particularly sort of sprawling or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, sort of off the high street, there's a, there's a fair few houses and things, but it, it you know it's an easy. It's not too tough to find your way to the river. is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple of other people around, but it's the the actual riverbank itself isn't really sort of. It's not really built up. There's a couple of sort of small fishermen's huts along it, and uh, looking further along to the to the west, as you as you come down to it, you can see a. Um, a bridge over the river but um get to the harbor itself you can you can either, you can stay on this side if you like or, or go to the other side it's totally up to you
2: um and she stop? she's going to stop over the bridge and just look at the water for a little bit
0: is mm-hmm.
2: this river run all the way through the village or to the sea itself
0: it's or? sort of um how it how it runs is uh sort of a long the the village itself is on is mostly on one side of the river um and the river kind of empties into a large natural harbour, mm-hmm. um, with a with a sort of headland headland on the the seaside of it. So it's kind of fairly well sheltered, really, the harbour. And um, you, you can see most of this from from where you are. But uh, yeah, and in, in the distance you can see the harbour itself emptying out into the sea.
2: So over this bridge is the this road is going out away from the town. Yeah, kind of the towards
0: the sort of cliff tops obviously out of character this is the the, the route that Alistair took uh, during the first day when he went down to the um to to have his sort of look out to see and that
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> um are there still many people about and how do they seem
0: there's not a huge number of people it it doesn't appear deserted uh on the on the bridge there's one or two people going back and forth uh but there, there's a couple of small houses on you know on the far side of the bridge it's not that you would guess maybe these people are going into town to get some groceries or or, or off to work or something. Nobody seems to... There's no, there's no kind of obvious signs of, like, distress or anything like that. People just seem to be sort of going about their daily business, but it's it's really not too busy. This isn't like a... It's not a well-built-up area. Let's put it mm-hmm. that way.
2: Um, She's going to stop for a little bit and eat her orange. <laughs> mm.
0: Sort of standing on the bridge just, looking over. Yeah, yeah. just,
2: like... Um, people watching and just looking around to see if there's anything that's like resembling the feeling that she had the other day with the police officer
0: hmm so sort of like a how do you mean with the
2: not not more like a it's almost like a perception kind of check kind of thing like she's just she's looking but she's not like she's seeing if anything pops out as like unfamiliar Like, out of place, almost.
0: Well, speaking of, let's actually make a check, then. Um,
2: Okay.
0: Okay, so if if you're looking for sort of the general sort of feeling of the people, then, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Just
2: to see if... Because I'd imagine that she, as an actress, she would recognise when people are trying to put on a face, Mm. when it's not natural, that they're trying to look like they're getting about their everyday when really there's something going on.
0: Yeah, okay, make a... a Make a psychology check for me, then, just to see so if you can, can kind of pick up the general sort of feeling. So There's a D100. Uh, what's your number on that?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the big number is 10.
0: 10. Um... <laughs> one. You <laughs> one? Oh, well, that's yep. perfect. Then. Yeah, yeah. Um, just looking at your sheet, you actually, you're not trained in psychology, according to the sheet I've got.
2: Oh, no, I'm not.
0: Sorry. No. But still, you, you rolled a one, which is a, is a critical success. Um, okay so let me just think about this then so a few people just seem to be just going about their normal business Um, but as you look there's one or two people um, here and there who have got a sort of a bit of a look about them that they're you're just kind of picking up some general signs that they're feeling a little bit tense and nobody seems to there's nobody kind of talking in hush whispers you know (laughs) sort Mm -hmm. of or anything like that um, it's more
2: like in this like small gestures and
0: yeah yeah
2: a body language kind of thing that she's picking out
0: kind of like you see someone walking along and just sort of at nothing just kind of look over their shoulder briefly and that you know which you know could be not out of place mm-hmm. but just knowing what you know that some people in this town are known to have gone missing a bit and that the uh you know something has gone on which you you know you're very aware of it just kind of, it wouldn't be a big stretch to think that maybe that's another person that has heard about what's going on and is just being a bit wary and sort of tense at, about the situation.
2: Mm. You said that they were looking over their shoulder. Is there a specific direction that they're looking? or um, not,
0: them... not really. Just general. Just, yeah, just general kind of like a sort of watching their back, kind of like they're, they're walking on their own sort of thing and not not jumping at shadows, if you know what I mean, but kind of mm. like just sort of Staying aware of their surroundings a bit more than maybe they would normally. I mean, you you don't know this person, but just it. As I say, it wouldn't be a huge stretch to think that maybe this is unwarranted given the given the mm. surroundings. You know,
2: sensing that she's going to probably like pull her jacket a little bit tighter around herself mm. <laughs> um, and probably walk on from the bridge towards the harbour.
0: Right. Okay. So the the easiest way to get to the harbour will be to follow the river on the you know on this well, on both sides really but <laughs> on the side you're on um, yeah, uh, which is kind of the the opposite way again to sort of <laughs> uh refer back to what alistair did on his uh his previous trip he had walked to the the clifftops and then come back along the river so you're mm-hmm. kind of going the opposite way that he did but sort of making your way along to the um to where the, the river widens out into into a, a large harbour Takes you. It's it's not a short walk. It takes you a good sort of, I'd say, probably 15 minutes before you get from the bridge to um, to where the harbour starts to sort of really be. But uh, as you as you arrive there, you can sort of see over. some There's some short, short kind of reeds and things growing on the sides of the river. Um, but as you as you reach the harbour, you can look out and see. It's quite a large, wide expanse of water for a natural harbour. No way of telling really how deep it is and um you can spot uh, a fair few sort of boats here and there um mostly though they you, they look like to be some sort of the sort of small fishing uh boats and very few kind of pleasure sort of boats just you know from from the general look <laughs> of things um <laughs> uh,
2: i think i think if she wanted to like relax on a boat she wouldn't come to this part of the world
0: no, <laughs> I mean, it's fine Sorry. now, but, um, <laughs> yeah, if you want to relax on a boat, England's not amazing, really. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, looking out, of course, you can see a couple of the fishing boats seem to be sort of making their way out of the harbour, out of, into the, the sort of open sea. Uh, also, to your right, you can see uh, in the shadow of uh, a large headland, which is kind of uh, sort of... Working as like a giant sort of windbreak uh, against the ocean, which is sort of, sort of keeping the harbor fairly calm um, there, in the shadow of that headland, there is a large manor house. Um, looks to be made of brick um, from what you can see, it's a little way off at this point, point. and uh, you can just make out a uh, high wall surrounding the, uh, the sort of the surrounding the compound if that makes sense <laughs> um, mm-hmm. yeah, again, it's a little way off, but it's it does look quite imposing. It's kind of looking, you can see it's got. it's kind of looking out over the harbour, if that makes sense.
2: Yeah, I'm assuming it's like run down a little bit and...
0: Not really, no, it doesn't really. look that run down.
2: So it's probably a really fancy house compared to the rest of the village as well.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. It looks easily sort of... I don't know, it's got a couple of wings. It's not... I'm trying to think of something to compare it to. Um... I, don't, I was gonna say like a Downton Abbey, but I'd never watched Downton Abbey, so I did not really know. How <laughs> building is in that? It's a big old house. I don't know. Big old
2: house, yeah. It's okay. Big old house.
0: Yeah, it looks like a. It's a manor house. Let's put it that way. Yeah. So it's kind of,
2: okay. Yeah. Um. So he's kind of curious who, who lives there. <laughs> mm. Like that's a big fancy house for such a small place. Yes. Are there fishermen going around?
0: Um, not really where you are, but um, there you did pass some sort of on the on, along the way a couple of a couple of guys with um, just with fishing rods. Although it looks like the more serious fishermen are kind of out in boats, e- either in the harbour or leaving the harbour to go out to sea.
2: Mm. So there's like no one milling around, but um, like mending nets or anything like that.
0: Not not really where you are. Um, l- looking over the harbour, it looks like there is kind of. More of the sort of fishing um sort of industry side of things is, is okay. on the far side of the harbour closer to the um sort of where it it exits into the ocean, sort of thing. So that that, that would I mean that does look like it's a fairly long way. It's you know
2: hmm.
0: probably a um, s- straight line a mile from where you are across water.
2: Oh. Ugh. <laughs> um
0: But you can see it. I mean it it's it does <laughs> look like yeah, there's sort of, it's it's kind of it looks like a sort of bit like a sort of separate little fishing village, if that makes sense. Except mm-hmm. as you kind of look along, there are kind of there's more houses and things, so it is joined to the town. It's just sort of on the other side, the outskirts on the other side of it, if that makes sense.
2: Yeah, it's like it's like circling the bay. Almost. Yeah,
0: yeah, um,
2: yeah. I'm assuming there's like a path towards the, the house itself, then.
0: Yes, you could. Well, you you, could at the very it. least, you can make your way to the wall, if that makes sense.
2: To the the wall.
0: Yeah. Well, from where you are. it's still probably 10 minutes away from them.
2: yeah that's too far <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's quite a way to get to and that it just be like a wall you can't get over mm. yeah, I mean you, you know you might be able to find your way around to an entrance but that's up to you
2: I think that would probably be seeing that she's can see it from a distance mm. but the weather is not in her favour she'd probably rather go back and do that walk on a better day
0: hmm she okay. doesn't. Un-
2: she won't be prepared. She's she's quite level-headed that way. That she wouldn't want to jump into like she might not be prepared enough, like her clothes and stuff, so She'd probably want to do it in a nicer way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She'll
2: probably wander a little around the harbour and then head back towards the the lodgings. To get out of the rain for a little bit.
0: All right. Okay. If you're you're taking a your walk, you you know you. You, over <laughs> like say, mm-hmm. you, you your hangover uh, clears, let's say, and you have your food while you're, while you're walking. Um, so while you're on your walk, who would like to go first? Uh, how about Barnard?
3: Okay, okay. Um, right. Barnard's going to head straight out to the sanitarium to visit Jenkins and mm-hmm. uh, let him know what's going to happen this evening, or at least check with him if it's even viable for him to come out.
0: Right, okay. Um, well, you you know the way. I take it you're, you're walking up as well. Mm-hmm. hmm It's a little later today than it was when you, you, you went uh, previously. Um, you get there maybe, I want to say, half nine, ten o'clock. And, uh, as you're walking up the, um, the driveway, you see, uh, coming out of the front door of the sanitarium is a, a fairly tall man with, um, fairly, I wouldn't say, not short cropped, but like, fairly tidy blonde hair, uh, leaving the front door. He's wearing a a quite sort of nice coat and and a a top hat. Following him carrying a a large case is what looks to be one of the orderlies. And also trailing him is uh, another um, sort of assistant who seems to be uh writing in a writing in a diary of sorts. They they seem to be heading towards one of the cars that are parked out front, and you just catch a sort of snippet of conversation. Um you see him saying I will be back within two hours, uh but do not disturb me while I attend to Lily Druitt. The uh orderly puts the case into the, the back of the car and gets into the car in the driver's seat, while while the well-dressed man gets into the the rear seat of the car. And you're still kind of walking up the driveway as you go. The the engine starts
3: and they they drive past you out. Oh, doke Um, can I get a good look at the guy's face as they're driving past?
0: Sure. Yeah. Details-wise, like I say, he's got sort of very tidy blonde hair. Um, kind of looks. It doesn't look particularly rough. It looks fairly well, you know, takes care of his skin, I guess. I don't know. Um, nothing too sort of standing out, so he hasn't got, like, a, you know, any kind of crazy scars or anything like that.
3: Okay, and it, and as far as his dress and attire and everything went, it, was he relatively, like, just typical, or was he well off? Or it what? looks
0: fairly well off. It's quite nice clothing.
3: Okay, right. Okay, then, well, having noted that, I'm going to kind of sort of mentally, I say, I yeah, mentally know it, and then head into the building to uh, speak to whoever it is that's on reception. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Uh, so stepping aside, it does look like it's the same um, the, the same person that you just saw taking notes is, is just making their way back around the other side of the reception desk, and uh, sort of seem to be quite flustered sort of putting their notes away in that when you walk up. It is the same person that you spoke to the previous day when you you you, um, you attended the, san- the sanitarium. So there's a, a bit of a flicker of recognition as you as you walk up. Oh, hello there, sir. uh, uh, see, uh was it? Uh, what was the name again? Jenkins. 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 Oh yes, yeah, sir. Uh, oh, it looks like he's uh, he's just come out of um, just had his procedure done for the day. Probably resting, but you best check with the nurse before you see him on the ward.
3: Perfect. Um, just out of curiosity before I pass by, that gentleman who was on his way out, he seemed like he was perhaps uh, your uh, superior. Why I inquire as to who he was?
0: Oh, uh, yeah, that was, uh, that's Dr. Quarterly. He uh, he runs he this place.
3: Well, thank you very much, good sir. Uh, I know my way. And with that, Barnard will head off to have a little chat with Jenkins. Mm. Assuming, in fact, I will uh, speak to the nurse that is attending to Jenkins, assuming that that's the situation about to.
0: Yes, okay. So, uh, you, you, remembering the way from previously, you um, you make your way onto the ward, and uh, it does look like there's a curtain wrapped round Jenkins' bed at the moment. And well, as you walk in, uh, a nurse steps out from behind it, closes it again behind her.
3: Good morning. Uh, my apologies, I appear to have walked in on something. It's now an inopportune time. I would like to speak to my friend Jenkins here. Uh...
0: Uh, Mr. Jenkins has just come out from his procedure. I'm afraid he uh, won't be able to talk for some time. Um, What was your name? I can tell him that you called.
3: Tell him that Barnard visited and uh, that I would like to take him out this evening. In fact, you may be able to assist me with the information on this. Uh, Is Jenkins capable of travel right now? I've bought tickets to the Tempest, figured that it would be a, a nice, perhaps, final outing for him
0: she gets this sort of look on her face of sort of, um... You know what? Make a psychology check for me.
3: Okie doke. Oh, my character's very incapable on that front, so let's see how this goes. Alright. Um,
0: Below sh- a ten. Sh- 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 Two, 49. 49. Okay, yeah, no, you can't really read her. But, um... She, uh... She sort of frowns. You, you kind of, um... Again, you don't really get a good read on, you know, any sort of... What she's thinking or anything like that she says oh um i i'm not sure if that will be possible with um mr jenkins uh, current state but uh, i can always check with the doctor later
3: i, I appreciate his situation is quite dire and uh, well of course the doctor's orders are the best so uh yes as i said let him know what the situation is i'll, I'll wait a call and can I pass over details of the lodgings that I'm at so that you can get in touch Uh, with that I'm gonna look over towards the curtain where Jenkins is is there any kind of sound movement is there any indication of anything happening there
0: hmm well those are different questions make a listen check for
3: me okie doke 21 my listen is 20
0: oh that's close (laughs) as it's so close I'll um I'll give you I won't give you all of the information but okay you can hear it does sound like there's still somebody you can hear the sounds of somebody kind of bustling around him and slightly ragged breathing but that this is more kind of you're putting that together from your previous experience in you know hearing people being in who've been injured in the in the war and that you know you, you know you uh-huh. not a sound you'll soon forget sort of thing if that makes sense sort of.
3: right uh, well with that then i'm gonna give a little nod to the nurse um head out into the corridor and as he's making his way through the sanitarium i'm gonna kind of keeping eyes and ears open so to speak hmm. if there anything in the sights and sounds that sort of stand out Sure. As he's passing throughout towards the entrance.
0: Okay. Um, I think for this, because you're just kind of... You're kind of generally sort of looking for stuff. Let's do what we've done previously and just have an intelligence, straight intelligence check. Okie dokie. What?
3: 64 and my intelligence is 50.
0: 50. Other than a lot of sick-looking people... Um, as previously established (laughs) Barnard's not really a medical man so it's just a lot of a lot of people who don't look in a good way you do notice the um, you you remember from the previous trip as you were walking back you saw uh, a couple walking towards the sanitarium as, as, as as you were returning from your previous trip you do notice the, um, the the female member of that duo now in one of the beds but doesn't look up as you pass. That's, that's, really, all, that's really all that you notice.
3: Um, well, it seems a little rude to just wander over to her and have a little chat about the fact that, hey, I saw you yesterday and now you're on your back. So what happens? <laughs> it's a bit... <laughs> up front so I think Barnard's just gonna walk straight past her having noted that like he recognizes her face at least Mm. and um we'll hmm let me think um head out into the grounds of the sanitarium is there a um in fact before I head out there could I go to the reception desk and ask are there grounds to the sanitarium is there a garden perhaps is there somewhere I could take a walk before I leave
0: uh yeah sure yeah you can um you can ask at reception about that. So the uh, the same person is is behind the desk now. They look a bit more settled, and uh, look up as you as you walk up. Ah, did you uh, did you manage to speak to your friend, sir? Uh,
3: no, not quite. It it seemed like he was at the end of some sort of process or uh, operation. Might I, might I inquire what exactly was uh, happening to my friend Jenkins? Could you look it up?
0: Uh, I I can try. These things tend to be. Uh, uh, the the purview of the of the, the doctor himself, but um, uh, g- just give me a minute. He disappears into a back room and hear the sound of ruffling through files, and returns um, and says, "Oh, he was uh, Mr. Jenkins. I uh, seemed to be in quite a bad way when he came to us. He's been uh, he's been earmarked down for the the doctor trying him for the most uh, aggressive treatment plan that we have. Um, he he must have been in quite a bad way that." Uh, uh most patients don't get uh, don't get put in for that series of procedures
3: uh, aggressive looks, you say so it sounds perhaps a little much for a man in his condition what kind of procedures does it, what kind of aggressive procedures could one undertake
0: uh, the the doctor advocates for um the removal of uh, of the cause of conditions rather than the uh the just treating of the symptoms so it's uh possible your uh, if the if the infection had uh, spread um, maybe they had to uh had to uh, remove uh, remove the cause uh, a little deeper within your your friend than uh, than uh, than some
3: yeah so i suppose that that is an aggressive and perhaps extreme move and kind of noting to himself the fact that Jenkins was there to perhaps die peacefully anyway in the this is and uh, maybe a little much like i'm kind of but i was just keeping it in mind that why would they go through such an extreme procedure for somebody that's already on their last legs it feels like that's a little questionable but he's not going to say anything about it at this moment Mm. um and not not happy with what he's heard necessarily i'm going to inquire now about the um the the grounds and what have you and find out if there's anywhere that we. Can have a nice walk and perhaps take a mind off of thoughts of what, what we've just been told. Mm.
0: Uh, oh uh, yes, sir. I mean, uh, there you you've, well, you've, you would have seen the grounds out front, but uh, we do have a nice, uh, nice uh, grassy area to, at the rear of the building as well. Uh, the pond, if that's uh, if that's your to your liking.
3: Um, yes, I should think so. It will help clear the mind and help the constitution. I, I shall be taking a brief walk then, and then I will uh, leave your facility for the day. Uh, as I spoke to the uh, the nurse in Jenkins's room, she said that uh, he perhaps wasn't fit for uh, travel this evening. To uh, I plan to take him out, but can I pass details to this gentleman as well? Sure. About yeah, no problem. Making sure that they've got all the details, and that if anybody needs to get in touch with me about anything related to Jenkins, I can. They know where to get me.
0: Mm.
3: Okay, cool. so doing that then, and then heading out, we'll go and have a walk around the uh, the grounds and keep eyes and his open as we do.
0: Okay, yeah, you find the uh, the sort of the front uh, the front of the building you'd kind of seen as you as you walked up was sort of uh, a bit of a sort of lawn and um, a couple of trees and such. But making your way to the back of the building, it's a similar sort of setup, but there is a, a sort of small kind of pond area there as well, one or two um, not two uh, badly looking patients. They don't look in too bad of a way, uh, sitting in wheelchairs sort of just looking looking at the pond. There's one or two ducks in it. It's, uh, it's a pond.
3: <laughs> okay, well, if there's nothing of interest happening then, um, he will have him sit and relax for a little while and then wander back into town.
1: Hmm. Okay, let's go over to Alistair then. Um, okay, Alistair having had his breakfast, mm-hmm. um, obviously the others left before he did. Uh he's going to walk out of the lodgings and he's going to take the main road uh leading into town. Right, okay. Um it's a bit of a well-trodden path at this point. Yeah, quite a well-trodden path, definitely. Um as he walks into town he's just looking around at uh, various buildings and people going about their business and just trying to be very Openly aware of stuff without making it look like he's mm-hmm. sort of eavesdropping as he walks.
0: Okay, there are um, you, looking around. You can see there's a couple of sort of smaller sort of shops that seem to have opened for the day. Uh, there's uh, sort of green grocers. Sort of he's just putting as you as you uh, as, as you walk past, he's putting out sort of uh, baskets with uh, cabbages and things in out front and sort of fairly reasonable prices. It's, you know, fairly small number of people walking around compared to the previous day when it wasn't raining quite so bad. Right. And um there appears to be a sort of general kind of um sort of news agent uh, tobacconist as well. Uh about halfway up a little few few doors down from the, the pub that you've been in previously. Mm. There's a library. There's a shoe shop. The news agents. Hmm uh
1: can i take a look as i'm passing to see if any of the papers they have there show anything different sure to okay what we saw at the lodgings
0: yeah uh, just uh make an investigation no uh no make an intelligence roll for me just okay. 65 65 uh what's your number on intelligence
1: 45
0: 45 45 no i mean they uh, there's a lot of papers here just a lot of papers yeah uh the yeah. one that you do notice though that you recognise is the local one, the Twine and One C Times, uh the village fate written across it. Yeah, it's the same same edition that um was uh was on the table at um Mrs uh, Mrs. Kendall's lodging So you, you would guess maybe putting two, two and two together she either had one to deliver or she went and got it before you all arose. Right. Okay, what I'm gonna do
1: is I'm gonna stop walking part way down the street maybe near a lamppost Okay. and I'm going to essentially reach into my coat as if I'm looking for gloves or something and I'm going to listen for any chatter from people walking by
0: are you situating yourself anywhere specific or just stopping randomly by a lamppost a few
1: I'm going to stop a few doors down from the pub that we've been frequenting
0: right so sort
1: of near to the news agents near to the news agents but yeah sort of just
0: just literally stopping and thinking oh i'll get something out but just trying yeah. to hear and anything. just generally kind of like taking keep, keeping an eye out in the Indeed. taking in the town ambiance. <laughs> yeah an eye
1: out and an ear down
0: yes. yeah okay make another intelligence roll for me i would say listen but if you're keeping an eye out as well let's just go straight intelligence i think just right. as a sort of general being aware sort of Ooh, that's pretty terrible uh 82 82 um you get you, you sort of turn your head as you're doing it, and a, a raindrop goes right in your ear oh. and um, <laughs> you get a little bit of swimmer's ear there for a second <laughs> and uh, so it's you can't hear a lot mm. pardon <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, that plan didn't work yeah no. no. right um putting back what I was fake getting out of my pocket mm. um, I Across the street and see the theatre. Yeah, so you're quite close to that. Yeah. Alistair thinks, well, as I'm here, I might go and see if I can uh, talk to Abraham before the show tonight. He must be on mm. stage by now. Well, it's
0: early in the morning. It's fairly early in the morning still, but yeah. yeah. Day of. Yeah, exactly. Might be worth a look.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: So right. I'm going to make my way across
1: to the theatre and see if I can get access to the backstage, Alrighty. and look for Abraham.
0: Okay, so um, are you going in through the front, or are you sort of going to look around the side?
1: and? Okay, so I'm going to try and find a, a, a back door that takes me through to the dressing room area of the theatre, mm, rather okay. than going through the front box office. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah, up the left-hand side of the building, um, The the front doors don't appear to be open anyway as you pass. It's, you know, it being fairly early, the box office... I mean, it's fairly early when you get there, I would say, um, so the box office isn't open. As you head up the side of the building, uh, you do find a side door, which does appear to be closed at the moment.
1: Mm -hmm. I approach the door, Mm -hmm. taking a brief look around. I knock a few times on the door.
0: Okay. Um, There's a gap of 10-15 seconds, and uh, the door kind of opens a crack... And, uh, sort of, eyes appear. Hello? Oh, good morning. Um,
1: maybe you can help me. I'm looking for, um, Abraham Foster. He's appearing in The Tempest tonight. I was hoping I could, uh, have a quick chat with him.
0: Ah, oh, yes, uh, do come in. Um, I, I'm the director of the tonight's play. I'm ah, the pl- the, nice to meet you. Yes. <laughs>
1: uh, I'm Alistair. I'm an old friend of Abraham's. Ah, uh, Edward. Ah, pleased
0: to meet you, Edward. Yes. Uh so yes, it's yeah. uh he 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 opens the door fully and you uh you walk in. Um right. you do find yeah, there's a you can hear immediately as you come in there's sort of the sounds of people sort of rehearsing, running lines and that. A little bit of bustle of people moving things about here and there. Um but uh, the director sort of leads you leads you through to uh the uh, the dressing room area. Wonderful. Oh, Within you uh, he, he knocks softly on a on a door Abraham somebody here to see you sir yeah. brief pause and um the uh the door opens and there is your family friend Are you how, how long would you say it's been since you've seen seen Abraham I think it's been about eight years eight years okay
1: yeah. so stayed not, in contact via letters and telegrams and stuff yeah not in, seeing not him, in it's person it's not always been possible yeah yeah okay
0: Ah, oh, uh, Alistair a Hello, Abraham. Lovely, lovely surprise.
1: Yes, yeah, good to see you too, old friend. Uh, yes. May I come in? Of course, of course, sir. Thank you, thank you. Please take a take a seat. So I walk in and uh, pull up a chair.
0: hmm
1: Yes, uh, I made it uh, as promised. Yeah, to so see the play tonight. Glad, glad you could come. I mean, it's, it's been some time now, hasn't it? Yeah, about eight years, I think. Yeah,
0: uh, the mother's funeral wasn't it?
1: Yes, yes, unfortunate uh, that we had to meet under that circumstance last time. Yes, she
0: was a lovely lady.
1: Well, she was. She did speak quite uh, fondly of you, and father did as well, of course.
0: Yes, well, um, well, hopefully better circumstances this time around. uh.
1: Yes, well, you say that, and uh, of course, the way your last letter read... This might be the last time I get to see you.
0: Well, let's uh, let's hope it doesn't come to that, but uh, yes, uh, I'm getting on, as you know. Um, One never knows how how many years one has left, but uh, you get a feeling in the bones. Um, Yes, correct. Not so many winters left.
1: What did the doctors give you in terms of time?
0: They they were vague. be anything from uh six months to well to we'll wait and see it's just typical
1: of you abraham always trying to keep people guessing
0: well uh, yeah, that's uh, the actor's life my boy
1: <laughs> that that it is that it is keep them coming back for more indeed so uh
0: how have uh, how have rehearsals been going well, that's fairly well. I think we're we're quite well prepared for tonight. Uh, one of the stagehands is yet to turn up today, but uh, I'm sure we'll muddle on. You yeah. know, have to make some quick quick changes to uh, our wardrobes, but uh, we'll uh, see what happens. Yeah. Blasted boy, probably off chasing chasing some of the village girls or something. If I know him, <laughs> I can only imagine. Yes. Yes. Well, but, uh, but uh, other than that, it's a small company. We don't have. Uh, why it's such a, such a problem when somebody doesn't turn up? <laughs> mm. There's only so many of us to go around. No, indeed. It's got a small
1: small town and such a reputable company.
0: Well, to, we, to do it justice, we uh, we travel the area as you know, but uh, yes, mostly based here. Mm. Yeah, well, you, you, I don't know if you'd remember, you came and saw us uh, when you were but a boy. We were doing Midsummer
1: Night's Dream. I do remember that actually. Yes, yes. that was uh, that was quite the evening. I remember yes. being quite awestruck. My, uh, my bottom got a lot of praise that night. Were, were you bottom? Were you bottom? <laughs> I don't. You know, I don't recall. <laughs> uh, I'm sure. I'm sure you were, I'm sure you were very high in the ratings. No
0: one's ever accused me of having a low bottom.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, you do make me laugh, Abraham. I try my best, even in the face of. Certain, well I mean, death. <laughs> even in the face of certainty upsetting oh, certainty I uh, actually I did want to ask you something because I mean you've been living here for god knows how long now um I came down a few days ago as you know on the train and ever since I got here it just doesn't feel like anything's right with the town its everything seems kind of
0: bleak I've cool, uh, yes. had a bit of a mood over the place the last uh, last little while I'll, I'll grant you that but uh, and the business like, with the body in the church I mean body in the church you don't know oh yeah, there's a fate coming up that's all I saw on the paper but
1: Abraham you you've been living here for the better part of the last five years. Uh, more, a little touch more than that boy. Well, case in point, fair enough, but... You, are you telling me you didn't hear about what happened in the church yesterday?
0: Oh, I've been, I've been in rehearsals. Uh, if it's not in the paper, and, uh... You know how it is. Always, uh... Mind on the material. Quite, quite. Who, who, Body in the church, you say, though? Who, uh... Yes. Who, Whose body?
1: Yes, uh... The body of a body was discovered in um, one of the offices in the church of the verger. Good Lord! Yeah, very grisly business. I I saw firsthand. You well, saw. How did you get involved in that, dear boy? One of my travelling companions went to the church and re- came back reporting some kind of commotion. So I snuck in to see what was going on. The verger, his body was missing an entire section. Like, his entire midsection was just gone. Good lord. Blood everywhere, but no signs of struggle, no signs of animal attack, or anything. And it's just... No one seems to be talking about it.
0: My goodness. Not even, uh... Not even the paper, you say.
1: Well, I'm Not even no, the paper. No. Well, like you say, the village fate has been plastered all over the front of it. Yes. And the police... Well, they don't seem to be, uh...
0: Looking into it particularly seriously. If they are, then they're, they're not 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 letting the, the, the paper know, for one thing. Oh, indeed.
1: Maybe not to cause panic, but... It seems like for such a quiet place, such a grisly thing to have happened. I'm surprised you didn't know. Well, you I, say, I appreciate it's... you've been rehearsing, but... I have. Yes. Has... Abraham, just tell me this... You say the, the town has had a very strange, dire mood for quite some time. How long a time, exactly? If you had to think back, how long have things been bleak in Twinemon well sea
0: Well, to, tough to put a number on it, but uh, some weeks now, at least. Weeks? Yes. That's my
1: soul. Hm. I suppose that's not too... Uh, Dwell too much on uh, what's been going on. Not when you've got a play to perform.
0: Yeah, mind on the mind on the stage and uh, exactly. the material, and that. Uh, uh, well, I'm one of the lead roles, as you as you know. I've got, uh, got enough on my <laughs> enough on my plate for that talk of grisly uh, such grisly
1: murders. Certainly, in fact, I do remember you telling me that you had uh, cause to switch plays once. I think it was a couple of years ago. You said that. Uh, one of your plays. Which one was it? Now I think it was Romeo and Juliet. No and one bought the tickets, and you switched over to Macbeth, and everybody came, and you had all parts in your head in one go.
0: Well, it's, it's tough. <laughs> you uh, you try and sort out the different parts in your mind, especially in a lead. I was a bit old to be playing Romeo, as you as you know, but uh, <laughs> my, my my Macbeth. Uh, Yes. The Scottish play, as we say, the, yeah, Sorry, indeed. We, yes. we, should, yes. we, we must never speak its name within these.
1: Now you have to hit yourself on the knee four times and spin around. Five, if, you, if you're Five, serious. of course. If you're my, serious about it, of the course. Yes. yes, my apologies. that's yeah,
2: yeah. chase down a haggis.
1: Yeah. Kick, <laughs> kick it into the harbour. Indeed. Yes. <laughs> so I, I still find the fact that you did that swap on the fly fascinating. I mean, I'm not an actor, so I I can't imagine how. Difficult it must be to keep all those lines in your
0: head and separate at all times. Well, we each, we each have our own uh, skills, do we not? <laughs> no, no we I'm do. Not sure I could go digging through uh, digging through burial sites like you you do, my boy. But yeah, uh, no, I suppose. So have uh, you, you been uh, doing much of that
1: recently? A few things, yes. Uh, the last thing I remember uh, writing to you about actually was um, doing some digging over in uh, Belgium. I found some ruins on oh, the coastline. Yeah, Belgian coastline. Yeah, finding yes. uh, traces of uh, old Viking burial grounds. Ah, it is interesting. It yeah. was very interesting. I'm supposed to be going back there in, in a couple of months' time. Oh, yeah. ruins on the coast always uh, always interesting. Always mm. well, a challenge as well. Always fighting the elements to get everything dug up and f- catalogued before it uh, before the water takes over the uh, shoreline again. It's literally right on the coast. Oh, mm. um, just. Uh, just not, uh, not tarry too long in this town, then. <laughs> no, indeed. I'm still waiting for the travel papers to come through, but I'm hopeful I'll be get back
0: over there soon. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you, you two talk for a little while longer, and uh, before long, there's a, a little bit of a, a knock on the door, and the uh, the director puts his uh, head in. Uh, uh, Abraham, we're, we're about to rehearse... Um, we need to rehearse your first scene again. Um, are you, are you still talking to your friend? Yes, yes, quite. Well, um... I'm afraid, I'm. Go- he, he turns to you and says, uh, I'm "Afraid, I'm going to have to go now, boy." But, um, no, of course. We'll I see you tonight for the performance. You, hmm. s- you certainly
1: will. Yes, I'm here with a, a few friends of mine. Oh, fr- um, friends. Well, the, the more the
0: merrier, I'm sure.
1: No, certainly. I'm. Uh, I th- very, we're all very much looking forward to seeing the play and uh, yes. oh. break a leg. In fact, I break several. <laughs> yes. And uh, I put, I put, uh, I put a hand out to shake his. And just say, um, take care,
0: Abraham. I'll see you tonight. I will. I'll, uh, I will. Uh, you be careful out there with these. Uh, like say, there's a there's a murderer about. But don't want our audience getting thinned out any more than it needs to be. So, uh, mm. and then he's yeah. You know, making a little bit of a joke. He sort of looks you in the eye. So, I'll see you tonight. Yes. Thank you. See you then. So, so yeah, then. you you find your way out. Back yep. into the uh, back into the alleyway next to the theatre. It's Still raining, but uh, indeed. Um, as I'm as I'm walking out, I
1: lock eyes with the director again and just give him a wave to say thank you and good luck. And gives you a off. friendly nod and yep. Um, continues. Yep, and then I head towards the door and uh, leave the way I came.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, we'll be back next week with another bonus episode, so be sure to tune in for that. Our next story episode, episode 47, continuing where we left off today, will be available, as usual, in two weeks' time on Thursday, the 28th of March. In the meantime, you can get in contact with us on Twitter and Facebook, both of which we are at Pretend with Dice. You can also email us at PretendingWithDice at Outlook.com. Uh, if you're an iTunes user, it'd be really great if you could leave us a rating and review. Uh, it all helps us to find new listeners, and we'd just really love to hear what you think of the podcast. Uh, so for now that's our show I hope you all enjoyed it we'll see you next time